Blog Talk Radio. Here we go, my T-minus 30 seconds and counting. You know, this used to be a hell of a good country. I can't understand what's going on with it. Chaos. 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 T-minus 15. Oh, they're not scared of you. They're scared of what you represent. 10, 9, ignition sequence start. What you represent to them is freedom. We have ignition. All engines are running. We have liftoff. We have liftoff. Good evening, Texas bikers and bikers all across the nation. This is Texas Biker Radio number 315, and the title of tonight's show is Get Out There and Vote, Vote, Vote. My name is Mel Popeye Moss, and my co-host, Mel O.G. Robbins. We are with Sons of Liberty Riders MC, who are sponsors of this show each and every week, along with some friends. And uh, good evening, Mel. How are you doing? Doing good, but man, you you certainly said it right and can't emphasize it enough. Vote, vote, vote. I don't think people out there really understand what's going on right now and how bad it could get uh, <laughs> if they don't get out there and vote. Exactly, Mel. And let me tell you, uh, we... What we've seen over the last, what, since Trump has been elected, the, the people on the left have come unhinged. And, you know, their, their resist movement and everything else they got going on, but they've, they've taken it to another level. They've taken it to crazy level. And the face of the Democratic Party right now is Maxine Waters. I don't care what anybody says, what what any politician on the left may say, they are all about what Maxine Waters wants to do to this country. Every one of them. Every one of them. Because they are walking in lockstep along with movie stars, singers, artists, teachers, you name it. They are walking in lockstep. And out there Vote, vote, vote. We are in danger of losing some friends that at least listen to us bikers and who have came and talked to at our events, have come to our meetings. We are in danger of losing guys like Don Huffines, Texas State Senator Don Huffines. Who we, we would, who we, we really would like to sponsor a bill, an important bill, coming in this next session. And you guys, we can make a difference. We can make a difference. You get out there and vote. Get your family to vote. Get your spouses to vote. Your kids, if they've got their heads screwed on right, make sure they do. And maybe that's more you want to add counts. to that? Every vote counts. And you may think you live in Texas, and you are living in Texas, but trust me, Texas is not as truly red as it used to be. You talk to, you talk to some of the old Texans living around in some of these neighborhoods, and they'll tell you there are people moving in from Chicago. Yes, now, when I say Chicago, I want you to think about who runs that state and what kind of gun laws mm-hmm. they have inside Chicago. you got a yep. ton of people moving in from California. Yep. Uh, and I haven't heard talk about this for a while, but one of the campaign managers for Obama during Obama's regime, and that campaign manager is a very young man, in his mm-hmm. 20s, 
was moved to Austin, Texas with a mission that he was given, and that was to turn Austin deep blue. Now, you know, you don't hear anybody talking about that anymore, but look at the direction that Austin has taken. Look look at Maxine Waters down in Houston. You've got, you know, they have been feeding this line of bullshit to everybody they can, uh, particularly uh, the folks that, you know, are really in need. They've been feeding a line of bullshit to them that, you know, they should have free medical care, free education. Uh, Even uh, Taylor Swift has been on Facebook. Taylor Swift came out and started talking about the Democrats that she was going to vote for, and now she she has fired up a young voting base. There is propaganda going on everywhere. We are under attack. The whole country is. Texas especially. Texas is a big, big target for the liberals because it is one of the last big red strongholds in the country. And we're being overrun. But we still, there's hope because we still outnumber the, the Democrats in this state. We definitely outnumber them. The issue is you cannot be lethargic. You cannot be thinking, my vote doesn't count. You can't be thinking, I don't want to vote if there's two bad people running, if neither one of them are good. You've got to figure out who will do the least amount of damage. And 99.9% of the time, it's the Republican. Or in some cases, you know, we got a libertarian running down in Waco that's trying to get a Republican justice of the peace booted out. That Republican is a real piece of shit. He's the guy that set the million-dollar bond, and that libertarian needs to get voted in. Exactly. We all got to get out there and vote. Every conservative living soul in Texas has to go vote so we can beat their asses back into the ground and under the rocks where they belong. Yeah, exactly. Um, Mary, you, I don't think you realized it. Uh, I got kicked off the air, and uh, I called back in on, oh. <laughs> on, my, on my cell phone. So, uh, well, so I was, I go back I was in, in one of my tirades. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So I got 27% left on my phone, so we'll see how long it'll go. Uh, oh. here, uh, listen, listen at this, Mel, and, and here's what I want to tell everybody. Uh, you know, uh, the, the the people that that have sponsored our bills and people that have listened to us, uh, you know, are are actually on the conservative side. Now, if if they were to be voted out of office from from this red wave, uh, that means we're starting all over again with uh, with Democrats in office. And the problem with them is. They don't listen to anybody. They don't. They don't listen to anything. It's their. It's their agenda. It's their way or the highway. They've got their own set of agendas. Not that the others don't, but they will at least listen. And I, I've I've found whenever I've talked to a uh, a liberal in this area. They're not willing to listen to anything other than what's in their own mind, uh, their own pea brains. And so uh, it's, it would be starting all over for us. Not <laughs> it, uh, you, you would think that they would be uh, um, more friendly because uh, over, over our cause but that's just not the case. Uh, you, you know, a lot of them are a- anti-law enforcement. You know, they, they support the BLM and the things that they've said. 
the uh, you you would think they would be more friendly uh, for our cause, and they're just not. Uh, don't I, I imagine it has to do more with skin color than it has to do with anything else when it comes to that. And we'll, we'll see what happens. Everybody needs to get out and vote. Get out there and vote. Don't sit this out. Don't say, I can't make a difference. Because let me tell everybody right now, if this, if, if one of these races are close for like uh, Huff Hines or Pete session, Sessions, uh, if, we, if we push them across the finish line, let me tell you, we have, uh, we will be their best friends. And they will know it. And let's see if this motivates you about Huffines. Huffines mm-hmm. is a huge opponent of civil asset forfeiture. He hates it. Exactly. He doesn't like it. He's not afraid of the police. And, uh, you know, let me refresh your memory. Civil asset forfeiture in Waco. Okay? How many, t- how many mm-hmm. motorcycles you want to lose? How many cell phones? Automobiles? Jewelry? Right down to your underwear. The way civil asset forfeiture is written today, you get scooped up in a law enforcement net somewhere, everything you have and own that's with you is now in the property room of a local law enforcement, and you will play hell getting it back. There are people out there that lost. Their cars may not have been seized. The only reason law enforcement didn't seize their automobile or perhaps a motorcycle is because they still owed too much money on it. Law enforcement mm-hmm. only likes to seize those things that are paid for that they can liquidate or they can take, listen to this, into their own personal possession because some of them do. But if there's money still owed on it, they'll kick it back. But there's a law in this state that says if you're scooped up in some kind of a felonious activity, even though you haven't been convicted, a bank, mortgage company, or loan company, even though you may be totally caught up on your payments, can come in and seize that chattel piece of equipment, whatever it is, from you. They can take it away. They can repossess it. And that's your civil asset forfeiture mechanism in this state. Huffines is dead set against it. He goes to battle every year to try and get that thing done away with, along with a lot of other things that he tries to get rid of that we don't like, like uh, 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 intersection uh, red light cameras, stuff like that. So he's a good man. I've heard some people, you know, scream that he's a little bit of a liberal, blah, 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 blah. Not true. He's a good man. We've known him for a number of years, and he has always stood by our side and tried to help us anytime he could. You know, Mel, he kind of, he kind of reminds me of a, a, a mini Trump because uh, he, is, he, he is a wealthy man, and he doesn't need anybody's Money. That's he what's so great need about him. Help. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You can't he, buy him. He's already he's already made his money. He can't. You're right. He can't be bought. And let me tell you, Mel, there were cars that were seized at Twin Peaks, and uh, yes, there were. Uh, some of them were some of them were held quite quite a while, quite a while. And Mel, let me say this much right now. For all the bikers out there right now, one of the favorite things for them to seize right now, and it it doesn't have to be an event like Twin Peaks. It can be from a traffic stop. Now, the three things things they like to take from you right now, number one would be a weapon. Number two would be your 
cut. Oh yeah, your cut. That's a trophy. And and number three would be your cell phone. You might can swap two and three, but they would love to take your cell phone. And you know what, Mel? They can make up some phony damn crime, uh, you know, like they've done with the, uh, uh, the, the incident that happened here a few weeks ago with the Vagos MC. Uh, Mel, they haven't charged those guys with anything yet, from what I, from what I heard. They haven't charged them with anything yet. And you know how long they can take to do that? Well, Years. we saw how long they took with uh, Waco. Yeah. Mel, they can wait years to charge you, and and the whole time they've got your stuff. That's right. And you may or may not get it back. You know, I, I don't know whether everybody at Twin Peaks has gotten all their stuff back. We'll check on that for the next broadcast. Oh, and by the way, Mel, the next broadcast will be in the new studio. It won't be cool. from this this office, this computer. It'll be out. It'll be out in the new studio. I got a few final things to work out out there, and uh, but uh, you know we're gonna we're, we're gonna be doing it from there, and it'll be cool. And there'll also be video, so that's will make it even more cool. So yeah. So now, anyway, you know, yeah, yeah. Let me let me add one more thing too. You know, we keep talking about Texas, but I know we got some people out there listening to us that are outside of Texas. Oh yeah. And yeah. what we're saying about Texas is just as damned important for your state. Yes. Just as important. So, you know, apply what we've been saying to your state. Because you can make a difference. I understand they're taking lessons from what from Queensland. Because if if you're coming to this state, you can bet. And you know, Mel. And in the end, that thing over there that happened at uh, at uh, uh, Wilson's Leather Goods. In the end, that was all about profiling because they got their profiling done, and uh, you know, and all those guys went into the Fusion Center database. You know, you know that's true. You know that happened. Oh yeah. And you know, and they were probably monitoring all these guys from the minute they crossed the border. I mean, this is this is how bad it's gotten in this state. I promise you, the DPS. Was was monitoring them from the minute they crossed the Texas border, and they and they could they they will continue as they're doing with the biker clubs here in this state. Uh, they're monitoring their movements because they're out there collecting data on everybody, not just one percent, everybody. As we know that happened with our chapter when they came up here and they were profiling their motorcycles out in a damn parking lot to find out who was riding, who the, who they belonged to, and uh, probably didn't at that point they do research to figure out who they are and what club they may be affiliated with. So you know they're collecting all this data. And, uh, you know, so <laughs> and they're having their way right now until, like we said here last week when we talked about, you know, the, uh, the, um, the bandito that had his uh, uh, gun, uh, had, a, had a license to carry, and they went ahead and convicted him of uh, being an outlaw gang member with, uh, with a weapon, which we know is... Is uh, it was an illegal move, unconstitutional, of that yeah. Court. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, let's say maybe not illegal, but it was unconstitutional, and because right. the defense did not present case law involving that, mm-hmm. this guy got screwed. Yeah. And it's uh, you know, man, the way things work, it'll take years to get it undone. An appeal. 
Oh, yeah. It, not only years, it's going to take money. I understand that it will be appealed, but those mm-hmm. appeals don't go quickly and they don't go inexpensively. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So what what the what the, those those guys are going to experience is all the foot dragging that goes along with this stuff. You oh, know, yeah. delay, 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 foot drag, similar to what they did in Waco. Just take their they try to wear time. you out, not only mentally but financially. Exactly, because those delays cost money too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's an attorney's time. He appeared in court, and if it was delayed, you're still going to get charged for that time. Oh yeah, yeah. Not trying to make you know attorneys sound like a bad guy here. It's just it's a fact. Yeah, they, they, you know, I mean, either they didn't do their homework, or, or something happened there. Or they just got their, well, or maybe they just that, got stuff. Like that was the, the opinion I with. read. Double D did quite a quite a good article on that, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that was uh, that was the theory was that you know had the defense attorneys presented the proper defense of past or prior case law, where mm-hmm. an upper court had deemed things like that unconstitutional where you can't do away with somebody's Second Amendment right if they haven't been convicted of a felony. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because your name's on somebody's list doesn't mean you're a criminal. Doesn't yeah. mean you should be stripped of your Second Amendment rights. And the defense attorney for this biker failed to present that case law where that upper court declared uh, the Texas uh, this Texas BS law that's currently on the books is unconstitutional. And uh, because that wasn't brought up in court, the court, the law, uh, the justice system had its way in the lower courts and convicted right. this guy. Exactly. Exactly. Well, man, let's let's talk about the uh, the stockyard stampede, and we're going to tell everybody right now we had to move uh, the date of the stockyard stampede uh, because there was a uh, conflicting uh, schedule conflict at Strokers. So uh, a large event was going on over there. Uh, it would take away from our ride. So uh, we looked at our calendar. And the next available date for us was uh, uh, November 10th, right? Yeah. This, uh, I mean, this is a pretty huge event that's going on at Strokers. Uh, I know when, when we talked to Rick about doing what we were going to do, and the plan was, you know, we'd meet at Strokers and uh, we'd crawl up on their stage uh, and make an announcement about the stampede for any customers that were there that wanted to follow us uh, along with mm-hmm. the people that responded to the event, we figured that would be a pretty good deal. And we told Rick, hey, when it's over, we'll direct everyone back here for an after-rally party. And he thought that mm-hmm. was great. And I think he, <laughs> I think he kind of maybe spaced the major event he had going on because that particular day – is the 2018 TNT Battle of the Bands, uh, Rat Bike Day, uh, drawing for a motorcycle. I mean, this thing goes from 10 o'clock in the morning until midnight. It's yeah. huge. And uh, I, I got a call today and uh, from someone who who had put it together and figured out that, hey, we're doing this on the 27th at Strokers and this other deal's going on. And they called me and they said, hey, do you realize? And I said, holy crap, no. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I said, we definitely have to rethink this because 
you know, we don't want to try and draw anybody away from there, but notwithstanding a huge event like that would draw a lot of people away from the stampede, which we think is pretty damned important because we need to make a statement in Fort Worth that, hey, bikers ought to be able to ride around in Fort Worth. We ought to be able to park in front of Wilson's on both sides of the street. I don't care if there's two or 300 of us. Go into Wilson, shop if we want, eat some tacos, go to a bar down the street at the stockyards. We should be able to ride through the stockyards, and we need the two, 300 bikes to be able to demonstrate that. Exactly. Um, so we said, hey, you know, discretion is a better part of valor. Uh, that event was already scheduled at Stroker's. Let's back off. Let's reschedule this thing to where it's more amicable for everybody. And that's what we did. And you know what? It gives us just a little more time to plan. That's right. That's right. Uh, So the new date is November the 10th. Same times, same places. Exactly. Just a different date. And, uh, you know, the weather shouldn't be any problem with heat. Right. <laughs> you know, we can always dress up. Dressing down gets harder. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Can always so, drag uh, out the leather. That's true. And it looks uh looks more biker esque, huh, right? Yep. <laughs> uh, man. Let me tell you, uh The, the thing in Fort Worth and, and uh, you know, what, what we saw with that uh, Sergeant Steroid, and, you know, and that's what we're going to continue to call him. Uh, we think we have his name, but I, you know, I don't want to say a name if it's not 100% right. And, uh, you know, uh, his actions uh, should inspire us all to... Oh, he was dangerous. Yeah, yeah. He was dangerous. And especially since he pulled a gun with a child in the room when it was totally uncalled for. And may I just, yeah, uh, if, he, if he felt endangered, he is in the wrong occupation, let me tell that's you. That's right. That's right. It's in all his buds there. And, may I, you know, that's where I talked about, you know, like a few minutes ago, I mentioned one of the favorite things for them to take is your cell phone. And that's certainly what they threatened to do with us was take our cell phones. Now they would be yeah, awful you surprised told me about with that. my yeah they would be awful surprised with my cell phone because they'd have pictures of my grandkids and uh, messages to crazy messages to my wife and everything else and uh, not a whole lot more. Uh, so you know, I mean, that would be a total disappointment to them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and it would be it would be a hassle for me just the fact that I would have to go uh, struggle to get my phone back or or go buy another one you know which is an inconvenience for me you know I don't give a damn that uh, they wouldn't want to read uh, my wife's text back and forth about <laughs> about yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let me see what the, let me see the, these army worms that are attacking everybody right now. Uh, you know that was one of our big subjects was army worms. Uh, now, and if you've got if you, I don't know whether you've noticed it over there or not on your side of town, but our side of town we've got moss everywhere. They're flying everywhere, and what those are? Those are the army worms that may be eating up your yard. <laughs> Oh really? So yeah, so that's <laughs> so that's the kind of crap they would be getting from me, plus from uh, messages from my one-armed grandson out there in Arkansas. Uh, so you know, <laughs> have at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, anybody nowadays that that they that's saying something on their phone that shouldn't be said, uh, not thinking right. Because <laughs> you can certainly get stopped and have one of those suckers grab your phone 
uh, yeah. thinking that he's uh, he's getting some vital information when he's actually, uh, uh, and really it's just a form of harassment is all it is. That and taking your cut and your other things, you know, and uh, they will hang on to those as long as they can. Trophies. It's a trophy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, it's part of their investigation, uh, like they told me. I said, do you want to be part of our investigation? And I said, well, what investigation is that? <laughs> he, said, yeah. he said, our investigation. I said, well, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah. Of course, we figured it out later on but, uh, what it was he was talking about. But, hell, I mean, hell, hell you know me, I'm, I'm a freaking open book. I mean, just, all we could do is look up on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> if they want to go there, they can. <laughs> yeah, we don't actually operate with much paranoia. Uh, yeah. Because like we always say, we don't have anything to hide. Exactly. We don't really care who's on our Facebook page. Uh, we invite everybody uh, except trolls. You know, if we're being trolled by some hooker or something like that, we don't want them on there. But uh, uh we basically don't care. Hey, if law enforcement wants to know what we're doing, be my guest. Yeah. Bring it on. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, Mel, there, there were similar traits to what happened in Waco or what happened after Waco and what's going down in Fort Worth. There's just a lot of similarities. And their behavior, and the, you know, and the 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 ATF's bulletin that they sent out that there's 700, uh, you know, Mongols trying to invade the uh, the uh, stockyards, and then they go to the stockyards trying to keep businesses from uh, allowing any Mongols in. You know, putting it putting those same Lines up there in the window, no colors allowed. Yeah, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. You know, I mean, creating an atmosphere of panic among the business owners and people in Fort Worth. And, of course, the tourists had no clue. They were marching up and down there like, they were probably enjoying kind of a, <laughs> Oh, they were. They were. <laughs> Mark my words, I still say they are trying to set the stage for some up-and-coming trials yes, exactly. in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And across Texas, I do believe. Yep. You know, I mean, they would, they would have love for something to happen. But, uh, you know, I mean, we got to get... I think they were trying to make something happen. That's exactly. what I think. You know, yeah. You know, the uh, my, was, my, my greatest disappointment was I was out of town. I was pissed off because you were there having all the fun. <laughs> I'm stuck in New Mexico at <laughs> some wedding. I'll tell you, Mel, it was... One of these days I'll have to tell you about the wedding because it was a liberal affair. But oh, at God, any rate, uh, <laughs> and, um, and and you had to know I was chomping at the bit. But <laughs> oh God! Oh, uh, yeah. As you were describing to me what was going down, I had pictured in my mind, man, all that's missing are snipers on the rooftops, and for all we know, <laughs> they didn't already have some there. Exactly, Mel. Exactly. But, but and for I'll, them to I'll treat. Those Vagos, the way they did, and to try and egg them on and pull a gun on them and the whole bit, my hat has to go off to them for acting like professionals to the bikers. Those bikers acted like professionals, like gentlemen, uh, and they wouldn't let uh, those dumbass badges push them into doing Mm -hmm. anything stupid. 
get under their skin. And, Mel, let me say this right now. Uh, I do believe that Wilson's business was targeted. They, they, I promise you, there was uh, some people watching nearby, some law enforcement nearby, whether they had, whether it was snipers or just a couple of yo-yos parked somewhere hid out of sight, that was watching them as they came up. And the minute the bikers showed up there, here they come in, especially when they, uh, I guess they claim they saw somebody uh, hand somebody a weapon, I guess, to put in a saddlebag, which is what they should do if they're going into somebody's place of business. Yeah, even the, even though like, they are go like ahead. a phony traffic stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though they were from Missouri, and then Missouri is a constitutional carry state, which means the Constitution is your permit to carry a weapon, and it should be that way here in Texas. You'd think it would it, be. It being Texas still blows me away. It should be. We can now carry a Bowie knife and a sword, I mean, into a, a place. <laughs> so, you know, I guess you can carry a hatchet, too. I mean, uh, so it's mind-boggling that, uh, you know, that uh, Texas has all these restrictions and rules. Uh, you know, not as bad as Chicago and some of the other places around the country, but it's it still uh, should be constitutional carry. I see it's Texas. And, you know, it, uh, those guys just swooped in all of a sudden. And nobody there at that business called them. So it was something they either had to see while they were in a stakeout or I don't know who would have called. Maybe another business owner or something. I don't know. That's a mystery right it. now. It's a mystery right now. Oh no, I do believe it was a stakeout that uh, that ended up with that. And you know, they were really, you know, and then the, this SRT unit, and like uh, Wilson said, he knows uh, he knows a lot of cops. He didn't recognize any of those guys. And so there, you know, there, there's a problem with all these militarized uh, units that they have uh, in police departments around the country. And, and my Trust them like stormtroopers are going to act like a stormtrooper. Exactly, exactly. They're just, they, you know, I mean, apparently the police departments, and I wrote about this today in All for One, uh, the police departments are, are, are not good at vetting their police officers, and they're not definitely not good at keeping track of them after they put on that badge. Because we see too many incidents. I mean, you know, you take the guy over in Siegelville that shot that AR-15 out in public and into a, a car that was driving away with, with teenagers in it. And you've got to admit, they were black teenagers. Go figure, you know. Yeah. And killing that uh, that fifteen year old kid. And it, <laughs> what what was it they said, Mel? When he when he came back from Afghanistan, he was a changed guy or whatever, you know. I mean, it's almost like it's almost like blaming it on your finger, you know, what that guy. Yeah. That uh, uh, used that as his defense. He had an itchy trigger finger or whatever it was. Um, what they call that, Mel? Remember? Oh yeah, I can't remember the term, but it was. Uh, <laughs> it's stupid. It was <laughs> involuntary finger, something like that. You got that's yeah. it, that's it, that's it. Involuntary finger. Yeah, his finger. It almost it. sounds obscene. Him. It almost <laughs> sounds obscene. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe that when I read that 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 was his defense. You know. And, uh, the research and see what happened to that guy, you know. That was the one that was shot, uh, I think a pair of tongs or something. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is where we're at. 
and you know the, the thing about it is that, that if I if I think back and I'm, if I'm right, Mel, all these police departments and stuff. Remember when uh, when Obama said he wanted this this police force as strong as the military? That's, oh yeah. That's when they started. They, uh, give, that's when they started giving all these these special the civil security force brown yeah. shirts. Mhm. Mhm. All that happened during that era, and you know, giving them uh, military hardware and stuff. They couldn't wait to get the M wraps and all that kind of stuff. You know, AR-15s, all all the goodies. You know, when they when they get this stuff, you know, they've got they can't they can't wait to use it. Just my opinion, because we've seen too much of it. Yep, they even got TV shows built around it now. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they do. Yeah, as if you know, and something is happening every every other damn day. I mean, there's shootouts everywhere. And it's not you know what? It's not <laughs> bikers may may have conflict with each other, but at least it's stretched out over long periods of time. It's not something that goes on on a daily thing. That's like they talk about all these crimes and stuff, this list of crimes that they have that they say these clubs have committed. It's absolutely incredible. Start, Mel, starting out with carrying a gun is a crime if you're a bandito or, or uh, a vago or a uh, Hell's Angel, you know. I mean, if you're one of these groups, you're, you know, and you're listed in their their little book of OMGs, uh, you can't carry a weapon. That's a crime. It starts out with that, and then there's this list of stuff that you see there, and you know, if all that was going on every as much as they say it is, they'd be in the news every night, and that's just not the case. It, what they're saying doesn't match what we're seeing out there in the public. Do I mean, you agree with that? I absolutely agree. Again, it's you know, uh, I think uh, I think the media is part of the propaganda machinery. Mm-hmm. I honestly do. Uh, they're nothing but a bunch of puppets anymore, driven uh, driven by whoever is generating the agenda. And I'm not going to say it's always government. Uh, there's, mm-hmm. there's another agenda going on here, and we're starting to see it just through these protests and what's going on with groups like uh, Antifa. Oh, and God. Who's, who's doing that funding, this New World Order bullshit. Uh, mm-hmm. It's getting scary as hell. Mm-hmm. You know that George Soros was was behind a lot of this thing, this oh, stuff yeah. that went on with Judge Kavanaugh. Uh, you know, and he's he's behind the resist movement and all that other stuff. I mean, uh, he's uh, he, he's paid protesters. I mean, you and I have talked about this before. You know, <laughs> how do these people have all this time to be to be world travelers and show up at all these protests in the middle of a work week? I mean, you know, we got a, a lot of people with too much time on their hands. A That's lot. right. So you know, and what I'm understanding now is they're fighting, they're fighting with each other because they haven't been paid, Mel. Yeah. Well, they got other problems too. They got some of these meatheads that were picked up and were bailed mm-hmm. out by the organization, but now they're having to go to court. And they're going to be sentenced for some of the crap that they got that they participated in, and yeah. nobody's there to wipe their ass. I hear, I hear you. They're going to get hammered. I hear you. So you're going to go out serious there time for some of these crimes. You know what? It should be for the. Yeah, you know, I'm surprised that they're not investigating every one of these Mad Maxes. Uh, for for making the threats that they make, and Mel, there should be people in jail. There should be 
members of the BLM, and there should be politicians that are in jail. They should be in jail for uh, encouraging the nutcases of the world to go out there and kill a police officer. That's right. It's like we say, Mel, we're not anti-police. There's not a biker club out there that's asking for a harm to come to a police officer. Not one that we know of. This asking for Our any only harm suggestion to come has to a ever been officer. the police need to police the police. Exactly. If you got exactly. dirty cops in there, get it taken care of. Just like we're expected. As bikers, if we've got bad people in our club, mm-hmm. in any of our clubs, to get rid of them, and we do. Yeah. Yeah. And you know we don't expect any less of law enforcement. You should, if there's bad cops on your law in your law enforcement, you ought to be getting rid of them because they're not doing you any favors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's like uh, I'll keep going back to that conversation I had with the Tarrant County Sheriff, where where we, I was talking to him about the law officers, and he said, "Well, you know, a few bad apples." I said, "Well, exactly. It's, it works that way in in the biker community too." Because how many times? I mean, we've heard multiple multiple times where. They've gotten up there at a COCI meeting or wherever else and say, hey, if you've got a bad apple within your group, as somebody that's out there that's going to cause you, uh, going to cause your club hell, get rid of them. And we've heard that again and again. Yep. But what they do in law enforcement, we see it in the news, they try and protect these bad apples. Unless they're just outright caught, like that one police officer that pumped that kid full of lead 16 times in Chicago. Yeah, that was an overkill, to say the least. Oh, man. And at first, they were trying to say it was justified. Until he got hold of some video that showed otherwise, I guess his body cam or whatever. I mean, how stupid you got to be to do that? Yeah, we're in a camera. Pretty dumb. <laughs> well, man, we got uh, much more. Man, we covered everything pretty quick tonight. Uh, anything you want to add? Uh, no, I think we, you know, we got to cover it again. The plea, for God's sakes, get out there and vote. Oh, get man. everyone you know voting and research. We posted, uh, we've got posted just about everywhere, and I'll post it again just before the elections. The NRA, National Rifle Association, posts a, or they publish in, the, uh, in their magazine, the American Rifleman, an insert. And it mm-hmm. goes on a state-by-state basis so that, you know, if you get an American Rifleman magazine in your state, that insert applies to your state. And what they've got in there are people they've endorsed that are pro-Constitution, pro-Second Amendment, and they take it one step further. They even have a grading system in there as to what, how they've kind of leaned in their voting. Uh, you know, kind of liberal or whatever, and there's a there's a chart in there that even describes what the grading system is. And what I did was I scanned that, and I uploaded the file onto Facebook. I've got it in overpasses uh, for America. I've got it in the uh, Sons of Liberty Riders MC Facebook page, Houston, uh, Texas Biker Radio. Uh, go mm-hmm. find it, and if you can't find it, I'll get it out there again before the elections. Exactly, Mel. And everybody realized that, you know, uh, um, I can't speak for Mel, but I, I, I am not Republican or Democrat. I am a constitutionalist conservative is what I am. 
you know, it's like I always say, I was, I was a, <laughs> I was a Democrat before I was a Republican, and I was a Republican before I was a Constitutionalist. Right. As I figured, <laughs> as I figured things out, as I figured things out along the way, because you know, in the, back in the eighties when we were when we were battling NAFTA, it took it, it, it took me not too long to figure out that we were being lied to. And we, even though we had pointed out the truth of it all, they went ahead and did it anyway, regardless of what the manufacturing union said. And you, so, you know, and then, then in the Republican Party, they got pissed off because they didn't have balls to do anything until now. And then, you know, and so that, that changed to a constitutionalist. So, you know, everything, everything that's wrong with this country can be fixed in the Constitution. But we have a president now that's out there getting stuff done, and he's not your ordinary politician. Matter of fact, he's not a politician at all. That's why they hate him. That's right. And so they're, they're, uh, I, I do believe that the, uh, the Republican Party has all of a sudden uh, got a taste of winning. And uh, is it too late? I don't know. But uh, we gotta get in. We gotta vote for the lesser of two evils. I know everybody hates that, but man, it's so true because this is about saving this country yeah. from and saving the Constitution as we know it. Because I guarantee you, Maxine Waters, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, and the rest of those maniacs want to. Do away with our Constitution. The last protections we have is right there. Think about that as you head to the voting booth. And with that, Mel, I think we're done. I think that's a wrap, my friend. All right. Everybody have a great day. Ride safe out there. It's going to be a beautiful day tomorrow. Good night. Rock hard, folks!